At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite Lorecast on the Citadel. Welcome to the Mass Effect Lorecast, the podcast where we explore the vast lore behind the Mass Effect games. Welcome back to the Mass Effect Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with N7, the legend. And Sam, we've got a group of patrons to talk about what squad mate they would add to the squad that's a character in the game so that isn't already a squad mate. So who would you... Specifically the Mass Effect games. Specifically? I mean, we didn't didn't define that in the pre-chat. Like, I'm assuming this is going to be a Mass Effect character who's not a squad mate that you make a squad mate, but maybe it could be anybody. Maybe we're just going to break the fourth wall. I don't know. How's it going, Sam? It's going well. Uh, You know, I'm happy that you're back. Happy belated anniversary, by the way. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, we took the last week off, had a nice little vacation, went on a little cruise, had some time, uh, my wife and I. It it was a good time. We had a fun time. It was nice to actually get some time off and and do something fun. Uh, But it's not so bad to be back when you have a job like this and you get to hang out with a bunch of cool people and talk about Mass Effect. And this week we have some of our patrons joining us again. Uh, I'm just going to read everybody's names and then you're going to... Make laser sounds. Uh, <laughs> Turbo Toboggan, Magister Davida, Genesis, and Scott are joining us again. Welcome back, everybody. On the count of three, pew 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 it up. Ready? One, two, three. Here we go. Pew pew. Very nice. It sounds like Foley from the games. Um, now, in the pre-chat, we were joking about bringing Joker along as a squad mate and having to carry him around with you and then him shooting one way and not, you're shooting. Another. That's why laser sounds were in my head, I guess. Uh, but here, why don't we kick this off? Who would like to start us off with a character from the games that isn't a squad mate that you would love to have on your squad and why? Turbo? I see Turbo's hand up. I don't know if you're just blocking the light or if you're no, volunteering. Uh, yeah, no, 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 we're fine. Um, 
Joker was one of them, but um, I have another one. I can never remember his name, but it's the Volus Banker. <laughs> Bar Levon. Thank you. Uh-huh. I want to bring him in, and I've always thought, thought some of his abilities because he could. I don't know if he used a gun or something like that, but like 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 instead of using a concussive shot, he uses Omnitool and just bankrupts you. You just see the minion get a notification on Omnitool, like they're in debt. They're like, no, they just fall over crying. He cancels your bank account. <laughs> like, yep. This okay. So this, we this already went off sideways somewhere i totally didn't expect this as an idea i'm getting pictures in my head of other very capable characters shooting weapons like managing tough situations together having maybe romantic dialogue and here you are like we're gonna bring a volus banker and bankrupt our enemies I, i've always wanted to see volus uh, a volus in combat yeah. like it maybe it also has like a I, I know this is I, I'm I just think of comical stuff, but he could hide behind cover that you couldn't hide behind and stuff like little round objects like boulders. Well, I didn't want to go there, but I was thinking like some of the smaller rock uh, round rocks and stuff stones that are round. Yeah, let's go with that. You can always <laughs> trip and make them into a bowling ball and knock your opponents over. Let's go with that then. Oh, man. Oh, man. All right. They want to body shame the Volus. Okay. Not their fault. Okay, so let's let's take this a step further. You've defined how he can be stealthy and also effective in combat by bankrupting your foes. Um, Is this the kind of squad mate who you might have romantic relations with as well? Well, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a female Volus though. Okay. All right. I mean, Sam, remind me, do they have genders? Is that a, that's a thing, right? So it's actually a tongue in cheek kind of thing that they've hinted at in the lore before, but no, in short, you know, we don't have confirmation that there are multiple genders, but it it seems like that's something that the writers are aware of that the whole, you know, how many genders are there in Volus biology? Mm -hmm. Uh, but no, we, for some reason it, it has only been depicted as masculine volus so far. So we, we don't know for sure if there is a feminine volus, uh, unless I'm wrong, in which case someone will definitely tell me and then berate me for being a host of a lore cast. But you know, yeah, that's how it goes. It's a, because of course we yep. remember all the lore all, at all times, like just at a moment's notice. Um, but, uh, did you have any other thoughts, Turbo? Yeah. The heavy, the heavy breathing really turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like, wants me having a conversation go <gasps> like yeah it's, it's like constantly having somebody with a CPAP machine behind you right? what are you wearing <laughs> <laughs> oh man alright let's open this up I want to hear the rest of your thoughts about Volus Banker <laughs> companion squad mate who has thoughts on this Jen do you have thoughts I see that I- you're unmuted I have thoughts, but I don't know how to articulate them. <laughs> um, I I love the idea of a Volus squad mate. I think that it would definitely be fun. I think the first thought would have been uh, what's his face, the biotic god. Yeah, cause my but mind went going, there too. Like going early on, just kind of brainstorming when I saw the conversation. I'm like, that was one of the ones on my list. So, but the idea of Barlow Vaughn. I mean, he's a connection to the shadow broker. He's got the skills and he didn't shy away from a fight. So I guess maybe 
Sure. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to be a biotic god when you can just bankrupt your enemies. Hit them where it hurts in their pocketbook. Um, what do you think, Jen? You Being one of the romance experts on the show, what, what do you think about romancing Evolus? Oh, okay. So Evolus romance physically would be very difficult because of their biology and body structure. We would have to create a whole separate room in order for the pressure to be accurate and whether or not there is a pressure level that a human can tolerate, assuming that we are still human in this format. I, um, I imagine you're, human... you're shepherd in this scenario. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there would have to be a lot more science behind it before I could agree to it. Mm-hmm. Either that or it would have to be shepherd in some form of suit. And then we'd get into like ready player one VR level gear of where the touch <laughs> sensors like ta- yeah. wait, Tally does have touch sensors in her suit. So we know that it's possible to feel things through a suit. So there could be something there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. What about the rest of you? Magister, do you have thoughts? Oh, definitely. So many <laughs> thoughts. <clears throat> I just, <laughs> seeing as how I'm currently working at a bank right now, I just enjoy the idea of just someone like being an Omega and all of a sudden, like, you're trying to rescue Garrus and you hear someone in the distance, like, my mortgage is gone. Like, just, <laughs> it's like, I, I love the... <laughs> I love the idea of having someone in your party who is literally just ruining lives. Like, yes, I could Shepard can kill them, yeah, but yeah. your little Wolas friend can ruin their whole financial history. Yeah, I'm, I was only two payments away from owning my home. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Yeah, I love that you work in a bank. You have actual, like, legitimate banking experience. <laughs> From that perspective, can you imagine being a banker being brought into this like highly specialized squad in order to try to save the universe? Well, I, I'm, I believe um, I can't remember if it was uh, sorry in uh, the DLC in two, the Shadow Broker DLC, but someone does explain that the specters are across the board. They're not just like super specialists in one instance they might be bankers lawyers and everything like that so just imagining like a wallace who is just that legit in in finances just going out and just doing that kind of stuff it's just utterly just like yeah yeah well it, like i can see how it would be beneficial i mean you've got to run an entire ship you probably have to worry about supplying it and you know buying things when you like well you don't actually do that stuff in the game because you're so focused on the quest lines and the characters and the, the combat but you would want somebody who can handle money. Makes sense. Got a purser. Yeah. I think that's what that's about. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Scott, do you have any thoughts on this one? I no. <laughs> it's just I have to it's gonna take time for all those thoughts to coalesce. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh Turbo. Turbo, did you have any other thoughts? I just thought of this. It could be like one of those old fashioned uh like uh bank robbery. You're just going to talk to him when a bank robbery happens. You save him. Ah, and he's like, I'm ah. so honored by this. I'm going to join you. You right. helped me before. Now I'm going to join your crew. Right. Like you're at the bank when it gets robbed. Yeah. And then you help stop the robbery. And then yeah. they're like, oh, I want to sign up. I want to be with you guys. Yeah. I can, I can see that making sense. Sam, do you have any other thoughts on Volus Banker? No. Um, just the thought of being able to leverage your way out of combat by adjusting someone's credit score is probably enough. I think that's amazing. Like this is already gone places that I did not expect. So thank you for starting this us off with that, Turbo. It it unlocks a, a, a third 
uh, cutting option, not Paragon or Renegade. It's just like money. <laughs> just money. Financial. The guy, like, he bribes them like, you do not see anything. You That's lose true. credits. You lose some. You lose some. Of your you lose some of your money. It's not his money. It's your money. But no offense, in Mass Effect One, I had nine 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 nine. I could do that button a lot. Yeah, yeah. What if you could just bribe everybody to get what you want? Don't need to intimidate anyone. That's true. That's true. All right, Turbo. Thanks for starting us off with that. Who would like to go next? All right, Scott. Scott's got an idea for a squad mate. Yeah, I'd like to take Suvi and put her in the squad in Andromeda. Okay. And I was thinking about it. You know, the whole idea is we're exploring a new universe, right? A new galaxy. Sorry, new galaxy. And, you know, we know she's really into, like, checking out rocks because she licks them and it causes problems. Um, And I feel like if you're going to be exploring a new galaxy, it'd be really cool to take with you a squad mate who's primarily a scientist because it'd be, you know, you get to could they unlock new things for you? Like, Oh, you found a mineral. You didn't know because she's with you. Kind of like how in mass effect one, it was like, your electronics aren't high enough. You don't get to open this locker. So like, I think it could be kind of cool to take her around. Plus she's a romanceable character. So it might open up opportunities for different types of dialogue with her to help further that relationship. So I think she'd be really cool to kind of towed around. I don't know how helpful she'd be in a fight. Maybe she has a slingshot so she can throw rocks or something, but it'd be interesting. Yeah. Other than the fight side of it, I mean, it, you would, it would absolutely make sense exploring an entire new galaxy to have scientists with you, especially those that are familiar with minerals and chemistry and, and the kinds of things that you're going to be experiencing. That makes a lot of sense. Um, is she the kind of character that you've romanced before? Or you would be interested in romancing or having in the squad so you can extend that or expand that out in ways? I mean, I've, I think one of my playthroughs, I played as a femme writer, and I think that was the romance. I think it's the voice is, is, is the reason there. But um, I feel like there's something about going on. Like, I, I think about in Mass Effect um, 3, when you're going through the Geth Dreadnought, if you've romanced Tally, you're like dialoguing. There's like little snippets throughout it. And I'm like, that's fun. Like it gives it that, that realism element. So maybe that would be kind of, you could do that with her. You'd be like, Oh, licking rocks again or something, you know, like based on your conversation. <laughs> or will you land on a new planet and you pick up the first rock you find and go, what's this one taste like? Have you tried it yet? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a fun idea. That's a funny. Idea. All right. Like, let's open this up. What did the rest of you think? Who would like to chime in? Anybody have a, uh, thoughts on this? I mean, it's Andromeda. It's not everyone's favorite, but Magister, do you have thoughts? Uh, yeah, especially after like get, um, playing Boulder Gate, um, Boulder Gate three, and just having those moments where you can just like go into the little holes or you'll notice certain things because of your certain skill sets. I think it'd be really cool to have uh, Suvi around. Like, if there's like certain parts of the puzzles that they were going into and it's like you can skip this whole puzzle because you have Suvi in the party and she was able to notice a particular pattern or notice a, a particular thing and she was able, uh, actually able to get you through that that much more easier because of her understanding of how um geography or um whichever else works so yeah yeah like, like what, what if you come up more future Right. Like what if you come across a barrier and you have to go around and that would mean you have to fight lots of other enemies. But she realizes that there's an easy chemical reaction that would dissolve the barrier. Now you can go through it. Something like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, I could imagine that. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, We don't get a lot of that kind of, uh, I don't know. 
is it map manipulation or puzzle solving so much in Mass Effect games? It's generally more of just, you know, fight your way through things. But would you like to see more of that? I would, especially with different party members. I feel like if, depending on the things, they should bring uh, different parts themselves. Like imagine Liara having moments where uh, more prosian things come up outside of just the plot devices of the story. And she actually points those out and different things like that. I think just having that as a party members would be beneficial for the story overall. So, yeah. yeah. Or, or if you're on locations that they're familiar with, they say a little bit more, they give you a little bit more of dialogue as you walk around, that sort of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. I could see that. All right. Turbo, Jen, you have any thoughts? No, no from Turbo, Jen. I love it when romance options are also squad mates. So I'm all for it. Because I do agree with Magister that having them in the party and being able to interact with little moments and stuff like that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, I agree as well. Sam, what do you think? I'm a little biased just because I always wanted to be able to romance Suvi. Uh, and since I only played as Scott Ryder, I never could. Um, <laughs> so I guess if having Suvi as a squad mate gave us some more in-depth you know, quests where we could get to know her more narrative wise, I would be down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also like the idea of the scientist thing. I think that's a really cool uh, angle on it. Scott, Scott, do you have any other thoughts? Any other things to wrap this one up? Um, I think it would just be interesting because it's so combat focused to have squad mates like the Volus that aren't combat focused because it would be more, how do I protect them? How do I use them? You know, you'd have to do more of the deploying your squad mates. And I think that add another angle to the game than just being like, well, it's Ashley. So she'll just tank her way through it, you know, and you'll be fine. So that could be kind of nifty too. Yeah, that, that does make sense. I mean, it is so combat focused so much of the time and to have other reasons to bring certain squad mates on certain missions that, uh, have like a, like a cost benefit, balance right you get all these other benefits because she's a scientist but now combat's a little bit harder or or maybe you get shortcuts like magister was saying or there's some other benefit from having that character or just dialogue that you never would have gotten otherwise or able to further your relationship in ways that otherwise you couldn't have done so yeah that that makes sense as well um interesting points all right who would like to go next jen jen's ready jen Yeah, Uh, because mine kind of plays off of that idea of bringing a different element to the squad um, from a a game mechanics play. I want Chakwas to be a squad mate. (laughs) Wait, Uh, wait, wait, wait. Am I talking to Sam right now or is this Jen? (laughs) Well, there goes my idea out the window. Sorry. Sorry. Um, Dr. Chocolates. Dr. Chocolates, yes. Um, no, uh, that's Dr. Michelle, but Dr. Chocolates. Um, I need a medic. I need my cleric. I need my healer. I am stupid when it comes to video games. I rush head first and then shoot up close range and die a lot. So I think having an actual medic healer on my team would be quite beneficial. Yeah. Okay. So from the combat standpoint, not somebody who can just shoot guys like you, you're like, I got the shooting down. I just run up and shoot him in the face. You keep healing me. We're going to be good. Are there any other side benefits outside well, of combat? Yeah. I mean, it's K 
Karen freaking Chakwa, she's going to have a wealth of knowledge to explain everything that's going on around here. Snarky comments out the wazoo. And I think she'd be great. Uh-huh. Would you would you go down the romance path? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 All right. I mean, you sound you sound a lot like Sam still. Sam, do you have any difference of opinion on any of this? Well, we're both in the same room at the same time, so I just want to put that out there. But I do have opinions that were already stated, which is that I love playing as a vanguard, so having Chakwas as a dedicated healer who could use her powers freely while I'm doing my thing would be incredibly useful support-wise. Um, but I was also thinking about, like, with her experience as doctor, she would probably also know what could kill someone. <laughs> and so or having her rocks like, to not lick. Right. Or, it, or if she had, like, some kind of on the fly ability to manufacture neurotoxins that you could use against uh, opponents. That'd be nice. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Like poison upgrades, things like that. Yeah. 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 Saren, have some Saren. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, all right, let's open this up. Who has thoughts? Anybody else want to chime in? Turbo or Scott or Magister? Turbo? Turbo's raising a hand. What do you think, Turbo? I think, uh, like Scott, I would love to hear, like, she would, I would love just to hear her talking in the background, like, all of, like, say, like, you see someone get hurt, it's like, she just gives off a little quip of, like, oh, like medical knowledge. I don't, I don't know medical knowledge or she gives off some of her old war stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've, I've been in this situation before. Oh, I've handled yeah. one of those here. Let me see. Yeah. 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 I could see that. That's a good point. That's a good point. Or every time you go, go into like Anderson, you see Anderson like in like Mass Effect 1, couldn't you go into his, no, it was Mass Effect 2. Whenever you go to the uh, Citadel, and you talk to Anderson, she, you, she'd come in there, she'd have some words to talk to him, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's the other thing, is that when you bring any of these characters into your squad, they're going to be in places in the game that they normally aren't, which means they're going to run into other characters that they wouldn't have had the opportunity to run into before, which means it opens up potential for dialogue, for friendships, too, or for uh, conversations that like imply more of a history than you might have been aware of, or conflicts, maybe ongoing conflicts with certain characters. That's an interesting thought. I hadn't, I hadn't even really considered that. So somebody like Chakwas would probably know certain other people that you'd run into. Uh, Magister, Scott, Scott, do you have any thoughts you want to share? Yeah, I was thinking about how she she really cares about all the soldiers she served with, right? Like she talks about that when you have the drinks with her. Um, and I know you guys dug into that in the episode about her. And I feel like getting to take her, like it could add depth to her character, but it could also add sorrow. Because I'm like, if you take her, like let's say she goes with you for Eden Prime and has to watch Jenkins die. Like, is that even harder for her than like if, you know, or let's say there's like a crazy, you make the choice to take her and then Jenkins lives. Like, how could that change the game? Because it's like, oh, you chose Karen instead of Caden. Like, and therefore like now this character survives. And then that could be like a whole crazy path where it's like later somebody's like, oh, you didn't take her. And it's like, I could take her. You know what I mean? Like it'd be kind of nuts. So I think there'd be a cool angle there too with like, it could affect kind of one of those choices that you get to make in Mass Effect that has repercussions. like. If you take her, this character doesn't die. And that, that could be pretty cool. Yeah, I would imagine with characters like her, 
that or even the banker volus there may be other things that wouldn't have happened that now do or wouldn't or would have but don't because they're no longer where they were anymore um yeah that's a good point that's a good point yeah the, just that like it's kind of mind-boggling with the expanse of all the games and all the different interactions and the ways that things could play out like which ones would they have time to even work into the story but i'm sure we could imagine versions of those magister did you want to share any any thoughts on chakwas uh sure um i one of my favorite party members in dragon age origins was win so i feel like having that character that has a bit more wisdom has been around the block a a bit longer than the rest of the uh, people in the party can add a bit more of a dynamic socially um or just in the background like was mentioned earlier Uh, so i I would definitely enjoy having uh dr chakwa as the white mage in the group yeah yeah basically the white mage right the healer um yeah that's that's a good point sam do you have any other thoughts on this one more chakwas all the time i need more chakwas i need romanceable romanceable chakwas i need an entire chakwas arc does she get like a special outfit that you can buy if you got like the uh, you know supreme exclusive edition where she's like hot nurse or something i think she's too distinguished for that i feel like that might cheapen her appeal yes but is ea too distinguished for that no no they're not (laughs) no they're not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, we joke about the way the characters are dressed or, or the cinematography lingers on a butt, you know, all the time. Like, it's kind of baked into the games. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. So, Jen, do you have any other final thoughts? No, I agree with everybody. I, I just think that she'd be really fun to actually hang out with more than just a couple of conversations. Yeah. Good Good pick. Good character. All right. Magister, do you have a character for us? A new squatty? I do. Um, it's actually, uh, Chakwas was my uh, number one pick, so definitely approve of that one. Uh, so going into my next one, um, I would like to bring Anderson. Anderson, the- yeah. Okay, so uh, I mean, I, I've got ideas, but what what are your ideas? Why Anderson? How would that work out? Uh, well, it it practically feels like the game kind of goes out of its way not to have Anderson in your party sometimes. Like, there's a lot of times where it's like, "I'll go do this for you while you do that." It's just like, or we could just do it together, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> or you got you can take the ship on your own. You don't need me. I'm like, no, no, I'm sure we could probably use you to have uh, some. Uh, some some of that knowledge coming our way, yeah. uh, but this man was literally going to be the specter before Shepard was going to be the specter. Right, so right. I, I would like to see him like show his stuff, uh, maybe see more political political intrigue with him on board because you're dealing with the hierarchy in the uh, alliance. So having moments where you're like coming across different um, different ranks of people. Uh, more often, heck, you might even see, uh, meet Admiral Hackett at one point on a on a mission on a loyalty mission was um, was Anderson on the, on board, and just diving into his character. Like I know you guys uh, did lore episodes on his character as far as like his his wife leaving him, like his his life just going down the drain. Like just imagine him being on on the ship itself and like having those conversations with him especially like in mass effect 2 when he had to like stand down like if you had if he chose adina to be the um on the senate 
or whatever the word is, um, if he could like come along with you and like diving more into his talking to him occasionally on the ship, I think that would be a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a he's a very cool character. And we get these little moments like at the beginning of three where we get to I mean, he's not really a squad mate, but we get to run around with him at least for just a very short while. And even mm-hmm. that's pretty cool because, I mean, it's it's the tutorial intro of the game, but you're still shooting stuff and you're still making your way through this like I don't know, chaotic scenario with somebody who's kind of a legend in their own right, right there with you. And then there's the moment where you separate and he decides to stay and all of that. Right. But it's, it's again, like you're saying, it's like, well, it could have gone with you could have been in the squad, but nope, he's got other things to do. Um, So yeah, it does seem like they flirt with the idea and then they never quite really go into it. So yeah. Yeah. Let's open this up. Anyone else have thoughts about Anderson? I mean, he's a cool character. For sure. Anybody else want to chime in? Any other thoughts? Turbo? Yeah, uh, you could also, a lot of his abilities, w- with having him on the field uh, thing, he could have, um, uh, like, is it Sentinel is the one thing? Like, like the sniper rifle and stuff. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, like a spot, like he, since he was, he was supposed to be a Spectre, I'm thinking he, like, is a jack of all trades. Oh, he's probably a, a great shot. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you would want him like with a nice rifle or something by your side. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like infiltrator kind of thing. I was thinking of like with him, he could literally, he, he could literally, I think you should be able to spec him as much as you could spec Shepard. Like in the beginning you would pick like, Hey, Anderson's, uh, well, or not even pick, uh, cause you just do whatever you spec man. Like he should be able to do anything. Cause he's been through the same training as uh Shepard. Yeah. So in contrast to some of the other characters that you've brought up so far, he would be uh, almost 100 percent like combat vet good on the battlefield like you want him by your side. But then on top of that, a wealth of wisdom and advice and expertise and all of that in in the background scenarios or in those late night conversations on board the Normandy or whatever, like that kind of thing. I could I could see how that would work for both. Absolutely. Absolutely. Jen, Scott, you have any thoughts? Scott? Yeah, I had to, I was thinking again, along those lines of like, if you bring someone with you, different things can happen. And, um, you know, he's such a motivator, made a motivator and a rallier that like, I, you know, I think about like when you like land on that random planet that's overrun by rack nine, um, and mass effect one, the listening post, like, and again, it'd be like, Oh, Anderson's with me. Like, and so he's going to give them, even though I'm Shepard and I'm, I'm pretty BA, like he's going to, they're going to be like, Oh, Anderson's here. Like, yeah, we're going to win. We're going to fight, you know, or, or things like that. Or that he could even pull resources to help you. It'd be like, well, because Anderson's with you, like he can call in like another cruiser to drop an orbital strike or something. And so I feel like that would be another one of those, like, you know, if this specific character is with you, it unlocks these resources or things that maybe you wouldn't have, Otherwise, especially like, again, you know, like can't open that locker cause your electronics is too low. So it'd be like, oh, you can't rally the troops cause your charisma is too low. But if you have Anderson with you, like he'll pull it out because everyone's going to believe in him. So I think that could be a cool angle. Right. Anderson's OP. <laughs> He's like calling in <laughs> airstrikes. He's improving the morale of the troops and everyone's like, no fair. You picked the Anderson. 
<laughs> like it's OP. Yeah, I'm thinking like when we were soldiers, like when he stayed, like uh, Val Gibson's character, and we were soldiers who was just standing there looking around, like oh, I'm going to take care of all of this. Like that's kind of the vibe I was going for. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Sam, it looks like you might have thoughts on this. I do. Um, I love Anderson, and I wanted more screen time with him. However, I feel like it was Anderson's absence from the story was necessary, and his absence from the uh, Normandy itself was necessary for Shepard to grow. If if Anderson had been present on the Normandy throughout one, two, or one, probably not two, maybe three, then... Shepard could not have grown into the hero that Shepard becomes because it would have like Shepard would have been taking orders from Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been been in the shadow the whole time. Right. Like he wouldn't have had the opportunity to stand up and be the leader that that he becomes. Right. It would have been weird to have a higher ranking alliance officer on board a ship that they are not commanding. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. It Um, makes sense. Like there are very clear reasons why he's not. You know, it's and you're right. You're right. But at the same time, there are other benefits that would be there from having him around. Uh, And as the player to be able to, you know, like you said, to get more screen time, to hear more dialogue. Yes. Get his perspective a little bit more. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Jen, did you have thoughts? Can we at least get him in the RMAX Arsenal arena? Because it'd be just cool just to go shooting with them. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) it's proved sam approved yes all right all right magister any other thoughts on anderson oh yeah um especially i I get the whole um having him not be there for shepherd's growth but i feel like like toward especially mass effect 3 or mass effect 2 there could probably be some moments where he's coming along because by that point shepherd's a specter or reinstated as a specter. So you're kind of like not even in the chain of command with him anymore. So it could, it could have some time frame where he, where you guys view each other at a different, a different light. And I, I just would like to have the experience of going with the OG N seven, um, yeah. seeing, seeing what it's like to, to roll with him. Like this man is literally like, while Shepard's out there collecting resources and everything for the, um, for the end game and Mass uh, spec three, this man is literally holding the line on earth. Like he's holding the line for everyone on earth during this battle. So like just having him be in the crew for like, even if it's a short period of time or it comes in really late, like um, Legion, just a, just for a time frame, I think Anderson would be cool to have. Well said. Very well said. All right. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a quick break because we have to go thank you guys, our patrons. Uh, But then we're going to come back and I want you, you've all come up with some really fun ideas. I want you to come up with the weirdest, wackiest idea you possibly can for a character. And this will just kind of be open. If you don't have any ideas, that's totally fine. We'll just use the last bit of the show in order to just throw some funny ideas out there and say, okay, what about this? So bring some, some, some stuff. We'll be right back. All right, so everybody knows how VPN services and ExpressVPN can protect your privacy and security online, right? But did you know that there are some secret hidden benefits to using ExpressVPN, like unlocking movies and shows that are only available in other countries? So if you're like me, you probably enjoy watching shows on Netflix, for example. Well, with ExpressVPN, you can unlock the UK version of The Office or Parasite from South Korean Netflix, 
over a hundred different countries. All you have to do is change your location and refresh Netflix or whatever, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. In fact, when I set it up for myself, I was surprised at how easy it was. It just installs and then loads up and works. And it works on more than just PCs, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and so much more. So if you want to access hundreds of new shows, use my link right now, expressvpn.com slash Mass Effect, and you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Mass Effect, expressvpn.com slash Mass Effect to learn more. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Message coming in. Patching it through. I am sovereign, and this Lorecast is mine. I like the sound of that. That little uh, moment where I say Lorecast was Sam's idea, and every time it happens, I hit the button, it's, it strikes me as funny. Uh, thank you to our patrons. Thank you for being here, for continuing to support the show, and for joining us. Patreon.com slash Mass Effect Lorecast is the place you can go to check out how you can get ad-free episodes, how you can keep the show going through your support. You can get t-shirts and stickers. You can join us on Patreon chats just like this. And we don't have any new ones this last week, but we do have to shout out our Shepherd tier patrons, because they get shout-outs every week. Edboy, Kira C, Lieutenant Ticino, and William, thank you so much for your support. Also, if you want to help the show in other ways, you can leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll read out your words on a future episode. You can rate the show on Spotify. You can share it with your friends, or you can just join us and just hang out during uh, the live shows in our chat on twitch.tv slash robots radio. Come join us for that stuff. Go watch Sam's streams and seven, the legend on Twitch, uh, play in mass effect. There's lots of fun ways that you can engage with us and the rest of the community. And we'd love to have you. All right, let's move on with the rest of the show. Spit it out, or are you trying to build suspense? You're so dense, sir. Obviously, I do not know as much about human relationships as I thought. All right, we're back. Now, Volus Banker already hit me a little sideways. Do any of you have any ideas for characters that you would, could add to the squad that would somehow work or somehow be absolutely ridiculous? I see Scott's hand. Scott, uh, Scott you had your hand up first. Who are you going with? I want to take Blasto with me because he's hilarious. 
um, I love the banter between them when he, they're like Shepard, you can be like, no, no, I'm Shepard and all that stuff. But I feel like it'd be really funny to put him in an actual situation and see how it goes. How do you um, look? So that raises the like question. Open? How do you, how do you think it goes? Like, does it, does it work? Awful. <laughs> it'd be hilariously awful. I feel like it would be like every stereotypical like movie where they like put an action hero in like a real circumstance and they don't know how to do anything at all. And we'd probably find out Blasto can't move very fast. And so you're like, come on, man, like keep up. I don't, come on. We got to get to the like next bunker. We got to go. This one is on his way. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That would be weird. <laughs> what did the rest of you think about Blasto? Sam, do you have any thoughts? This one was just wondering if you've spent three thermal clips or four, <laughs> and if you feel lucky. That's what I was. Waiting. I want. I want the dialogue to be corny. I want it to be hamming it up. Yeah. No. I. I think there was a Dirty Harry reference with Blasto in one of the ads. I think in the background of Ilium, if I'm remembering right, uh, somewhere. Mm. And no, I think it would be awesome to have Blasto as a companion. Uh, I would have preferred Blasto over someone like Allers on the Normandy. <laughs> That's just me. Um, but yeah, I think having Blasto around. At, what if like Blasto was just a distraction? You know what I mean? Like a decoy. Like he was so ostentatious that the enemies were just like. Like, you know, <laughs> what is that? Is that Blasto? Jesus Christ, or whatever the alien believes in. <laughs> it's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Or, or um, some joke moments with like the weird, I don't know, biology going on. Like you could have that or like, oh, you got your tentacles in my hair again. Like, don't hover so close or, uh, or or just or questions like weird, funny little dialogue questions about like, so how do you keep floating? You know, like like those little moments in like action movies where like intense scene, but then one character's like, wait a minute. And it's just like off topic. And I don't know, something what like would that. a Hanar look like with a helmet on. <laughs> yeah. Would it go like, you know, yeah, like fish in like, a bowl? Yeah. Would it be vertical or horizontal? Or pants. Like maybe there's pants. Like maybe Blasto tries to act more like the rest of the crew and wear a uniform in some way. That, But it's like designed for a, you know, human shaped body. And then somehow they or I don't know. Like there's so many questions I now have about how this actually would work and what what it would be like. Um, it's a wonderful picture I have in my head. All right, that's so we start with Blasto. Any other crazy, crazy ideas out there? Turbo? I got two. Okay. Oh, uh, one, I want the uh, the alien dog from Tachunka. Replacement the replacement. Yeah, the very thank you, Varen. I was, I don't know why I kept, I, I was thinking Vorcha, but like, I like, no, that's a species, not a, but I was just thinking you could give it commands and stuff. It's like, go like, like they literally like a service dog. They go, they, they pin down the animal, the enemy, and then you have to finish them off or they, or they could sniff out like hidden stuff. Like, like we were saying, like, like there's a hidden passage that we didn't see, but the, the Varen sniffed it out. Cause you could smell the people taking the hidden passage. Hmm. That brings up a whole new category of like squad mates. Could Shepard have pets, right? And if Shepard could have pets besides fish, pie then jack. maybe you could have a pie jack. Yeah. They have thumbs. Give them a gun. Now, do you, I don't, I don't know a lot about the species. Could you feed it like the remains of your enemies 
Like that'd be ethical. That'd be an ethical right. th- thing. It's like, are you renegade or Paragon Shepherd? Paragon Shepherd? No. Renegade? It's food. Yeah, but like, yeah, like, like enemies get blown up on the battlefield, and there's like an arm laying next to you, and you're like, "Good ers, here you go, eat the eat the arm." Like, but but my more insane choices is I want a squad of cute baby Krogan, and they would annihilate everything because as soon as you see them, like, you're like, "Oh, it's like if someone goes to shoot them, the enemy would take out their own friend." Like, you don't shoot the baby, no. You just you just have to give up. It's it's cute baby Krogan. You can't hurt them. It's just like a like a constant repeating joke of like, oh, look at all the baby. Oh, God. And then they get overwhelmed. Yeah. Right. Just I over and over again. Corny and stuff. But also, I just want to see more baby Krogans. Yeah. Can you roll them like bowling balls? That that was another thing. Like you. That's how you give them to the enemy. You. you they say you, you, uh, it's. Oh, what's what's the Wolverine? Uh, Wolverine move. It's the. Oh, oh, where Colossus throws him. Yeah, that. Yeah. You literally just throw baby Krogans at the enemy. <laughs> oh my god. I was and thinking like bowling. It's like it's like it's like a it's like a drop bear. Like you do that you just they, as soon as they get close to them, they pop open and the feet and the hand, hands are wrapped around the person's head and just crushes it. Yeah. I want cute annihilating baby Krogan. <laughs> they just come out of the battlefield all bloody with other people's blood on them, right? Like, and they're just like, like, yay, yay! Battle Master Shepard, that was so fun. Throw me again. <laughs> we destroyed the bad guys. Yay, can we have snack time now? <laughs> Good job, baby like Krogan. Like cliche thing of like the cute cuddly thing and all like the Pixar movies being like the vicious deadly monster. Right, right, right. I made it bleed out of its eyes. <laughs> Can I have a sticker? I have an, out- <laughs> yeah. I have an outrageous idea. Uh, what if there was a secret way to get Jenkins to live uh, past the first mission of Mass Effect 1? <laughs> and if you managed to, and it was incredibly hard to keep him alive, but if you managed to keep him alive, he was like like a cheat code, basically. Like he was God tier. Like he, he would never die. He would do two times more damage than God Mode Garrus. And and he would smack things with a hammer because why the hell not like, like we had no idea that jenkins was such a badass and then all well, of a sudden no, it's because that 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 him almost dying that first time where the, after you barely save him and then it, like you have to like watch him like a a, a baby with a fork near a socket just <laughs> constantly watching him and as soon as he gets done he realizes i need a change and then he like he he, he disappears for all mass effect one comes back mass effect two and has like the Marvel Avengers moment, or like like the person that's regular, they takes off their shirt and it's like they're ripped. Yeah, or or a moment where where he comes back in Mass Effect Two and he's like, "All right, I'm ready to be on the squad now. Can I be on the squad? Can I be on the squad, Shepard? Put me on the squad." And then you have one of those dialogue choices where you're like, "All right, we'll try you out." And he's he goes, "Yes, finally!" And then you have like a one of those <laughs> scenes where like he puts on his boots he ties the belt around his waist you know like a montage where he gets gets ready but that and it zooms in and you can see like the abs and like and then like he puts the glasses on and then smiles at the camera and then then you get into the character screen <laughs> and then as soon as he goes in the battle he just pulls out this giant hammer from you don't know where it's like ah it goes, starts going uh rambo it's like we're just like is this the same Jenkins from one? Like, what happened? What did we miss? 
Yeah, he's just like Thor all of a sudden on the battlefield, just destroying everybody. Who else has any other crazy ideas to wrap up this episode? Any other? Uh, Magister, I see your hand. Well, speaking of pe- people who really want to be on the squad, um, I feel like the obvious crazy choice would be Conrad Werner. <laughs> Wait, are you Sam now? This was another. This one crossed my mind that Sam might bring Conrad up. Uh, okay, how does that work out? <laughs> so I was actually thinking of it being more like one of those uh, moments where um, you you go meet up with him, and he's like, "Shepard, I, I got a mission. I want I want to go on with you. It's gonna be great." And then all of a sudden, like it's like a blackout screen, and then you go up to the battlefield moment, and like Conrad is going is for some reason. 20 times more confident, 20 times more better than what you think it think he is. And then like you, once you finish the mission and finish the, the, the quest, all of a sudden it goes to like a cafeteria scene or a, or a, um, a cafe scene and it's Conrad talking to a friend about the mission that he went on with commander Shepard, just embellishing it and making it more sound, more epic than it actually was. So like you know how like nice. they'll, they'll have those uh, moments where it's like oh yeah this is a this is an actual story and then you realize that it was complete BS the whole time and it was just someone making up a story or oh uh, man it's another Conrad episode <laughs> 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 or maybe maybe when you go through the scene you pl- it plays out the way it does in Conrad's story which is a hundred percent exaggerated and then Shepard walks up while he's and then it skips like oh and that's how it ended and it goes back to the scene where he's telling the story and the Shepard walks up and goes wait a minute are you telling that story again no no this is what actually happened and then you have to play through the scene again but this time with like really sucky Conrad <laughs> who's not pulling his weight at all yeah Hide behind pillars <laughs> yeah right right and you just got to keep him alive and you just got to save his butt and then it cuts back and it goes and that's how I save Conrad's butt and he's never coming on another mission ever again Sam, what do you think about having Conrad in your crew? I feel like it would be funny if the game forced you to bring him on some missions and you really didn't want to, but you had to for some, you know, hand wavy justification. Um, But I honestly don't want that. (laughs) No, (laughs) I really don't. Right. Turbo? No, that's the way you save Jenkins. Like, you don't realize it, but if you took Conrad, Conrad dies, Jenkins lives. That's you unlock God. Jenkins. Oh, you swap them out. You swap one for the other. Oh, poor Conrad. <laughs> you don't know who Conrad is at that point. So that's why it's such a secret thing. Cause it's like, why would I take this random civilian on my my thing with me? Like, why is he even doing on this thing? It's just a glitch and he somehow got there. Yeah. Genesis, do you have a uh, outlandish squad mate recommendation? Uh my first couple of options have already been said um except i would switch out not ers i want jacks varin because jacks varin can do biotics uh so i'll take that one instead okay all right so, i'm trying to pack how does this play out like okay never mind biotic dog? data yeah like <laughs> like I'm, it plays like, fetch by itself. Right. Like, I'm, I'm imagining, like, there are certain things that you do as a human if you have biotics, right? Like, you float an enemy in the air and you shoot it. Like, as a dog, do you float it and then you jump up and, like, bite it in its butt? Like, and then, like, or, like, like start tearing its limbs off? Or, like... What if you could just, like, catapult the dog, or the Varen, rather? <laughs> uh, you could biotic catapult it to, like, at an enemy at damn near light speed? 
<laughs> Oof. Oh, oh. Teeth first. Oh, yeah. 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 Either that or you train the dog to play with you. I'm not going to throw the the enemy. I want the dog to throw the enemy <laughs> and then I shoot it while it's in the air. Oh, that's so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reverse fetch. Right. So you go reverse fetch there and you point and then the dog floats the enemy up and then you shoot it and you go good dog. Well, it's not really a dog, but you, get, you know how you like normal dogs will sometimes throw the ball at you when they want you to play fetch. Yeah, like they run up Can and like they're like, nah, here, take it. Here's the ball. The force yeah. with which a bionic dog would propel a ball at you when it wants to get your attention. <laughs> you get nailed in the chest by a kickball at like 50 miles an hour. Yeah, no. Well, but like if you if you teach it to throw those at the enemy, that's that's where you go. Yeah, you get all the rocks that you found that you licked and you throw them at the enemies. I have a, it's not, it's kind of outlandish, but I think it would honestly be overpowered. What if you, during your Paragon interrupt at the end of Citadel DLC, what if you can actually successfully convince the other clone shepherd to join you? And then you had two <laughs> shepherds on your squad with identical powers and whatnot. And it was just like, that would be ridiculous, right? But if you had like 99% renegade with a super high reputation score, uh -huh. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. On the um, Starfield Lorecast, we talked about the Barrett situation where you can have the other Barrett show up and how weird it would be to have like your twin from some other galaxy be there in space. But I mean, it's similarly weird if your shepherd have clone shepherd there also. Right. Uh, but then like, like working together in the squad that's even more weird there's just something that's really just weird about that to me i don't know that i can handle that clone shepherd after shepherd makes your choice at the end of mass effect 3 clone <laughs> shepherd is like oh my god i have exactly what i want i can be shepherd <laughs> i can i can just completely usurp this guy or gal's legacy and uh do whatever i want and yeah like shepherd totally didn't die that's me i'm right, Shepard now. right yeah oh yeah uh, who knows where clone shepherd went i guess he left uh so what's up everybody let's save the galaxy it's totally me regular shepherd <laughs> turbo wouldn't they be able to tell the difference though if you're uh full renegade shepherd don't you have all those scars and so wouldn't they be able to tell, like, Shepard, where'd your scars go? I got... Not if you upgraded the Normandy with the facial reconstruction, bang. Yeah, I got it got fixed. It's all gone. Because I'm the real Shepard, everybody. Until your love interest mentions something that only real Shepard would know, and then clone Shepard doesn't know. Like a, <laughs> like a Star Trek in the Next Generation episode or something with, like alternate versions of i don't know i feel like this sure. is one of those storylines you know, what do my nipples lot, look right? like <laughs> 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 what food do i absolutely hate yeah yeah all right uh, this is fun this has been a lot of really fun ideas um thank you for joining us everybody we're so glad that you're here and chat thanks for being here as well let's go back through everyone and feel free to shout out anything that you want to put out into the universe about things that you're working on or other people should check out or whatever or you just say hey thanks for being here and all that kind of thing turbo let's start with you turbo thanks for being here again hey thanks for being here <laughs> cool thanks thank you for being here uh <laughs> I guess that's it from Turbo. Magister, thank you for being here. <laughs> uh, thank you for having me. Um, 
Magister DeVita, uh, feel free to hit me up on um, the um, ooh, Discord or the uh, Patreon. Um, currently still working on getting that um, consultant for world building, character building um, up and running. Um, currently have a Fiverr account, but um, I'm working towards getting up and running as uh, listed as Magister Works. Um, also, Magister DeVita um, on the uh, Discord channel. If you ever want to go over any characters, any world building, any story building. Um, I recently helped a friend when they were trying to figure out what to do with a, a rock band moment for Vampire the Masquerade. And I was like, why don't you grab one of the people from the 27 Club? That easily seems like someone the Vampire would scoop up. So, I mean, if, if, if you just have any ideas that you want to get flushed up, feel free to hit me up. Cool, man. Good luck with that. That sounds cool. Thanks for being here. Jen, you've got stuff. I do have stuff. I have two shows, uh, Two Girls, One Ship, a podcast where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer, and the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we talk everything related to cyberpunk. Everything. 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 Uh, we just kind of finished up talking about Phantom Liberty, and now we're talking about the history of the Badlands. Cool, nice. Yeah, go check out Jen's shows, and you can find them on this whatever whatever you're listening to this on. You can find them there, or you can go to robotsradio.net. There's links there as well. Uh, Jen, thanks for joining us again. And Scott, you're wrapping us up. Anything you want to share? Just glad to be able to jump in and. Make sure we don't forget about Blasto. <laughs> don't forget about Blasto. All right, man. Thanks for being here. Sam, we're at the end of the show. Anything you want yes. to share? Anything else going on? Um, yeah, I'm continuing my personal canon playthrough of Mass Effect 2 right now with my own uh, N7 Legend Shepard. If you're down to see that, go ahead and uh, follow me on Twitch at N7 The Legend. Same handle on Twitter. And, uh, you know, this feels like one of those topics on a patron chat episode where I feel like we might be able to count on seeing this question posed to the greater uh, Mass Effect subreddit community huh. after the fact. Huh. Just, you know... And a coincidental timing, I'm sure. Yeah, it's kind of weird how ideas like that, you know, float around when yeah. you throw them out in there into the world and somebody else goes, that's a good idea for a Reddit post. <laughs> hey, fake internet points, here we come. Yep. You got to gotta get as many as you can because, because that's the only reason, just because. Uh, <laughs> thanks for being here, man. Uh, also, to all of you, thank you for joining us. Live chat, thank you for being here. And if you're interested in any of the other shows that we do on the network, robotsradio.net, like I mentioned before, plus you can check out my shows over there, other lore casts, all sorts of other things from other creators. Lots of fun things. So if you're looking for more content about video games and some other stuff, go check it out. Thanks for being here. We'll be back next week with another regular episode. And until then... I guess be careful who you add to your squad because it's as we've discussed today, lots of weird things could happen. We'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Thanks for tuning into the Mass Effect Lorecast. We'd love to hear your opinion and thoughts on the lore of Mass Effect. Reach out to us on Twitter at Mass Effect Cast or check out the Robots Radio Discord. Also, you can send us an email at MassEffectLorecast at gmail.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.